the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, all welcome to the Friday show. The speed of the weeks is disconcerting. And yet, so it is. You can test whether someone you know who is a Democrat, liberal, leftist, you can test their intellectual honesty if you ask them, are the, are the tech companies and the media, the mainstream media, primarily dedicated to achieving power for the left and the Democratic Party, or primarily dedicated to telling the truth? Then you will know if you are dealing, it's, it's, it's then if they say telling the truth, you politely say, you know what, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Neptune. That there's no reason to continue the conversation. You, you are speaking to someone who is so self-deluded that they lie to themselves. That's really, I think that's the great test question. I mean, there, the, there are many other questions that test their values, but this one is the one that tests uh, their ability to reason accurately. Half this country knows that the media is a fraud, are a fraud. Half this country knows that they're a fraud, but doesn't admit it to themselves. Because they know, I get from the New York Times and CNN what I want to get. And that's it. I mean, to have bona fide emails from a server reported by one of the biggest newspapers in the country, then blocked by Twitter... Did Facebook also block it? Because I think they're subpoenaing the, the uh, Mark Zuckerberg too. I, I don't know. I, I know they are in the case of Twitter. But you know, I read to you this week that increasingly what I say to you that truth is not a left-wing value, the, the more and more left-wing professors acknowledge the idea I read to you, I forgot, there's a Stanford professor emeritus. The idea that the, the, the press should be committed to some notion of objectivity is ridiculous. This is what's called postmodernism. It's, it's a large body of thought in the university where the, the most destructive ideas percolate because these people have nothing better to do. And none of their none of the consequences of their ideas are played out at the university. See, if you if you invent an airplane and it and uh, it doesn't fly, you die, right? 
But if you invent an idea at a university that doesn't fly, you get tenure. You do fly. The idea doesn't, but you do. So it's very important to to know this. I assume if someone is a journalist today, the person may be nice and all these wonderful things. But I assume, doesn't mean in every single case it is true, that the person doesn't believe in objective truth. They believe in pursuing social justice. I warned against this so for oh, 25 years ago that all the professions no longer saw their profession as an end in itself. Journalists thought, eh, telling what happened, that's boring. Changing society, that's exciting. I have a theory. As you know, I have theories on a lot of things. I have a theory. And I I haven't seen this uh, elsewhere. That doesn't mean it isn't elsewhere. It just means I haven't seen it. I don't even think the living martyr has heard me speak about this. The role of excitement in human endeavor. People seek excitement. So you have to figure out a way to have benign excitement or even positive excitement. Or how is this? You have to figure out how to be happy without constant doses of excitement. I'm often asked on the radio, privately, so Dennis, if you could have lunch, supper with anyone, who would you want to have it with? And I honestly answer, with friends. That really excites me. And the living martyr knows it's true, because he's one of those friends. That's very exciting. But young people have nothing like that. Most young people, and many of them seek excitement in protests. Many of them, or send, uh, and a fraction of them, seek excitement in destruction. I'm not comparing them, I just want to make that clear, but there was a phrase that was known among the SS, I never feel as alive as when I'm killing. The adrenaline rush of burning a building must be quite remarkable. So, the it, bourgeois, middle-class, Judeo-Christian values are regarded as boring. That's the contempt that the excitement seekers, a.k.a. leftists, the excitement seekers have such contempt for that. Oh, well, oh a two-bedroom house with a picket fence, with a white picket fence, and a dog, and a two-car garage. It bores the living daylights out of them, this thought. Exciting? 
is transforming society. Maybe I'll do the happiness hour on the excitement issue. Because people do need excitement. I, I completely acknowledge that. I do. The trick is to be excited over mundane things. That's, you know, how about, you? are you excited to go back home at night? I hope so. That would be great. You have hobbies that excite you? Anyway, we'll talk about that in the happiness hour. So we have some clips from the, uh, the, not the, the, the town halls, the dueling town halls. So the, the NBC sends a, a woman, what is her name again? Savannah Guthrie, yes. Who, about whom I can only say positively, she didn't wear a mask. George Stephanopoulos wore a mask. How many feet away was he? No, he wasn't, he wasn't wearing a mask. He wasn't wearing a mask? Wow, I got that wrong. Was Joe Biden? No. Then, oh, it's funny. I listened, but I didn't watch, and I saw pictures. Okay, good. Look, you, I'm sure you're right. Uh, okay, fine. All right, good. So forget the whole mask thing. I take it back. Jury, ignore what I just said. Anyway, she acted as a debater. And I don't believe George Stephanopoulos did. It, 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 you would think that the dominant issue in the news with regard to what was revealed uh, in, U- uh, in Ukraine and Burisma and his son, not, not, not mentioned. Is it mentioned at all in the mainstream press? Does the New York, here's the New York Times. Do we have it from yesterday too, by the way? Okay. Is is there anywhere on the front page any mention of the uh, of the emails? No. When they got the when they when they illegally obtained the president's tax returns, was that on the front page? Yes. Yeah, and there was nothing to report other than he didn't uh, he paid very little tax. So so much for uh, the press's honesty. Correct. That's the question I'd like you to ask. Do you believe the mainstream media? Strive for social justice or objective truth. 1-8 Prager 776. We'll hear some clips. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 800-583-84. I'm Dennis Prager. All right, so let's begin uh, with uh, some... All right, 
So, I'd like to start. Yeah, yeah, Trump. And, is it on this list? Oh, okay. Yes. We were supposed to, as mentioned, be watching you on a debate stage right now. We're not doing that, so let's clear up a few things from the last one. You were asked point blank to denounce white supremacy. In the moment, you didn't. You asked some follow-up questions. Who specifically? A couple of days later, on a different show, oh, you, you, you denounced white this. supremacy. No, you My question to you is, You've done this to why me does and everybody. it seem like... I denounced white supremacy, okay? You did I've two days later. I denounced white supremacy for years, but you always do it. You always start off with a well, question. You didn't ask Joe Biden whether or not he denounces Antifa. I watched him on the same basic show with Lester Holt. And he was asking questions like Biden was a child. Well, well so th- this so is a little bit ready? of a dodge. Are you, wait, are you listening? I denounce white supremacy. Okay. What's your next question? Do you feel, it feels sometimes you're hesitant to do so. Like you hesitant. waited. Here we go again. It's unbelievable. Every time. In fact, my people can't. There is I'm nothing. Sure see, wait, wait, wait. Stop it. So you see, question. this is the amazing thing. So he's denounced it three times here. He's, he denounced it even in Charlottesville. Okay. Just for the record. He denounced white supremacy there. And, uh, or the white supremacists, let's put it that way. And then they keep asking him. And then when he denounces it three times to her face, well, sometimes it doesn't sound like you denounce it quite sufficiently. They're so unimpressive, God. Oh, it's so painful. Journalism has been ruined, like teaching has been ruined, the universities. It goes on. What's your next question? Do you feel, it it feels sometimes you're hesitant to do so, like you wait a bit. Here we go again. Every time, in fact, my people came, I'm sure they'll ask you the white supremacy question. I denounce white supremacy. And frankly, you want to know something? I denounce Antifa and I denounce these people on the left that are burning down our cities that are run by Democrats who don't know what they're doing. While we're denouncing, let me ask you about QAnon. It is this theory that uh, Democrats are a satanic pedophile ring and that you are the savior of that. Now, can you just once and for all state that that is completely not true so and disavow QAnon yeah. in its entirety? I know nothing about QAnon. I just told I you. I know very little. You told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I hate to say that. I know nothing about it. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. They fight it very hard, but I know nothing they about it. They believe it, it is if a you'd satanic like me call to run by the deep state. The subject, I'll tell you what I do know about. I know about Antifa, and I know about the radical left, and I know how violent they are and how vicious they are, and I know how they're burning down cities run by Democrats, not run Republican by Republicans. Republican Senator Ben Sass said, quote, QAnon is nuts, and real leaders call conspiracy theories conspiracy theories. Hey. Why right. not just say it's crazy and not true? He may be right. I just don't know about QAnon. You do know. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. You Let me ask me you another thing. It. Let's waste a whole show. Uh, you start off with white supremacy, I denounce it. You start off with something else, let's go. Keep asking me these questions. Okay. I but, do have but one let, more let me, just, let me just tell you, what I do hear about it is they are very strongly against pedophilia. And I agree with that. I mean, I do agree okay. with that. And I agree but with But there's not a strongly. satanic uh, pedophile. I have no idea. I know nothing about that. You don't know that? that? 
Okay. No, I don't know. You that. just and neither, this and week. Do you know that? Okay. Just this week. Why, you why aren't you asking me about Antifa? Why aren't you asking me about just, the radical you, left? You're why aren't you asking Joe Biden questions about? Why doesn't he condemn Antifa? Why does he say it doesn't exist? Because you're Antifa, here before me. No, excuse, nah, that's so cute. Because what? Antifa exists. They're vicious, they're violent, they kill people, and they're burning down our cities. And they happen to be radical left. Yeah, that's so true. You know, whatever the number of lies that the Washington Post has alleged he has told, he has told more truth than almost any public figure in my lifetime. He might have told more lies, although very few of them are important lies. I don't think he's told one lie that comes close to, if you want your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your policy, you can keep your policy. There's no lie he is told that comes close to the all-pervasive lie that there is systemic racism in America and that America is a racist country. I don't know any lie that he has told that comes close to um, uh, uh, the, uh, that Lincoln uh, is so evil as undeserving of a statue. I don't know any lie he has told that comes close to men give birth. I don't know any lie he has told that comes close to the New York Times lie taught in 3,500 schools now to your children that America was founded in in order to have slavery and founded in 1619. Can you name a lie he has told that comes close to any of that? I don't know any lie that comes close to the Russian collusion lie that Adam Schiff has bathed in one of the biggest liars in in my history of observing human conduct in America. He lies with the ease with which you eat or breathe. So, uh, since his lies are minuscule compared to the lies that I just documented for you, and his truths are monumental, the press is a lying institution. It lies for a living. That's a truth. I am not happy that it is a truth. That the that the Biden the, the Biden emails are not on the front page of the New York Times. That, that is just, uh, I mean, wh- wh- <laughs> what else do you need to know other than it's suppression by Twitter? Not on the front page of the LA Times either. 1-8 Prager 776. The Dennis Prager Show. Okie dokie. So let's, uh, we're going to play more here. And take your calls. We got a lot, to, obviously, to do today. What's the, what's the next one? Is it a parent of a transgender child? Yeah. Got that one, please. Mom of two girls, eight and ten. My youngest daughter is transgender. The Trump administration has attacked the rights of transgender people, banning them from military service, 
um, weakening non-discrimination protections, and even removing the word transgender from some government websites. How will you, as president, reverse this dangerous and discriminatory agenda and ensure that the lives and rights of LGBTQ people are protected under U.S. law? I will flat out just change the law. Eliminate those executive orders, number one. You may recall, I'm the guy who said, uh, I was raised by a man who uh, I remember I was being dropped off. My, my, my dad was a high school educated, well-read man who uh, was a really decent guy. And I was being dropped off to get, get an application in the center of our city, Wilmington, Delaware, the corporate capital of the world at the time. And these two men, I'm getting out to get a, an application to be a lifeguard in the African-American community because it was a big swimming pool complex. And, uh, and these two men, well-dressed, leaned up and hugged one another and kissed one another. I'm getting out of the car at the light, and I turn to my dad. My dad looked at me and said, Joey, it's simple. They love each other. The idea that an 8-year-old child or a 10-year-old child decides, you know, I decided I want to be transgender. That's what I think I'd like to be. It may make my life a lot easier. There should be zero discrimination. And what's happening is too many transgender women of color are being murdered. They're being murdered. I mean, I think it's up to now 17. Don't hold me to that number, but it's it's it's, incre- it's, it's higher now. Yeah. And that's just this year. And so I promise you, there is no reason to suggest that there should be any right denied your daughter or daughters, whichever one or two, one, one your daughter, that your other daughter has a right to be and do none, zero. And by the way, my son, Bo, passed away, was the attorney general of the state of Delaware. He was the guy who got the first transgender law passed in the state of Delaware. And uh, because of a young man who became a woman uh, who uh, worked for him in the attorney general's office. We've got one more segment coming up. Thank you. I'm we'll proud of that. See, of course, they're, they're worthless, the MCs. He's, really, he would not discriminate in any way. So he would allow transgender women to race against biological women? Really? I want him to say that. A biological man who identifies as a woman has the right to compete against biological women in all sports. Okay? Let him say that. Stephanopoulos is useless. I mean, they're all useless. They're interchangeable. They're props. When it comes to a Democrat, they're a prop. They're a way to facilitate the Democrat not being challenged. That's what they are. When there is a Republican, not just Donald Trump, when there is a Republican, the whole purpose of the press is to challenge and fight and debate. When there is a Democrat, the whole purpose is to foster their cause. So I'd like to know, Mr. Biden, yes or no? There's no doubt in my mind, ladies and gentlemen, no doubt the majority of Americans think it is obviously unfair for biological men who identify as women to compete against biological women in high school or college or any other sports. Virtually every record now, high school record in track in Connecticut, is owned by biological men. Every girl's record. We have a PragerU video coming out with a 16-year-old girl who was champion and now she's champion of nothing. 
thanks to biological men claiming that they are women racing against them. Because the Bidens and the Democrats of the world are too wimpy and don't give a damn about women. Women are used by feminists. Workers are used by communists. Blacks are used by Democrats. Just remember that and you begin to understand what happened, what's happened to the Democratic Party. You are used. They don't give a damn about you. My friends, I welcome you back. I'm Dennis Prager. This is the, the non-thinking world of the left. Sure, we'll repeal every law, absolutely. So men can race against women if the men believe that they are women. And I, I, I'm not here to attack that. As regards the military... Hmm. So, to see... It's an interesting. It's, it's just, is it is it not even askable? Does it have any effect on, let's say, the the women's barracks when uh, one of the women uh, has male genitalia in the showers there? Is that uh, are you not allowed to ask the question? How many people does this even affect? It is such an infinitesimally small number of people. But the left never asks what's for the good of the society. It's it's what f- for the good of this one individual out of out of a uh, hundred thousand, if that much. It's uh, this is so. This is part of the reason that the the future of the country is in jeopardy. No, it is the reason. The left is the reason. I mean, the uh, that's another question that is a giveaway to ask ask a, uh, a relative of, or friend just just curious. Do you think it's fair to girls in high school who are racing to have biological men race against them to be in girl sports? if those biological men consider themselves women. And then you don't argue. You just say, do you think it is fair to those girls? That's all. Because there's no nothing to argue with. If, if a person says they think it's fair, their notion of fairness is so different from the way the word has always been understood that further dialogue is truly a waste of time. The problem is if they say, sure, it's absolutely, if they think they're women, of course they should be able to race against women or girls. The problem is you will have such contempt for them when they say that, that it could hurt your ability to be close to them. Contempt is the greatest killer of relationships. Marriages can survive anything except contempt. They can survive an affair. They can survive uh, things that uh, occur in other ways that are awful. But once there is contempt, it is extremely difficult to resume a relationship and not just a marriage. But I will say, I, I'm, 
I'm sorry because I don't I don't want my point is not and my point is never to hurt people. But if people get hurt as a result of of truths that help others, there's nothing I can do. There is something contemptible about the way a person's mind works if they think it is fair to have those races take place, those sports competitions. Martina Navratilova, a, uh, a gay female major tennis star, what was it, of the 80s? And uh, she she's a lifelong gay activist, feminist activist. She said it's completely unfair to have these transgender females run against females. She has been booted out of the LGBT community. Yep, which makes sense. As soon as you think morally, you're kicked out of the uh, LGBTQ community. Your, your task is to ask, what does the LGBTQ community want me to say? You don't ask what is right. When you ask what is right, you have left the left. That's the way it works. We have uh, a lot of uh, proofs about that. Read my column a few weeks ago. The left's moral compass isn't broken. It doesn't exist. They don't ask what, what is right. That suggests that there is a right that transcends their feelings. Do we have another clip here? Let's go for Mr. Biden, please. From Cedric Humphrey. He's a student from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, progressive Democrat. Don't jump, Cedric. You look like you're way up there. I'll be okay. Thank you, George. And good evening, former Vice President Biden. Many people believe that the true swing demographic in this election will be black voters under the age of 30. Not because they'll be voting for Trump, but because they won't vote at all. I myself have had this exact same conflict. So my question for you then is, besides you ain't black, what do you have to say to young black voters who see voting for you as further participation in a system that continually fails to protect them? Well, I say, first of all, as my buddy John Lewis said, it's a sacred opportunity and right to vote. You can make a difference. If young black women and men vote, you can determine the outcome of this election. Not a joke. You can do that. And the next question is, am I worthy of your vote? Can I earn your vote? And the answer is, there's two things I think that I care, and I've demonstrated I care about my whole career. One is, in addition to dealing with a criminal justice system to make it fair and make it more decent, we have to be able to put black Americans in a position to be able to gain wealth, generate wealth. And so you look at what that entails. It entails everything from early education. That's why I'm supporting making sure that we entitle one schools, as you know, schools with the least tax base to be able to support their schools. I increased the funding for them from 15 to, to, uh, to uh, $45 billion. That allows every teacher in that school to make up to 60000 bucks. And the problem now is they're leaving the schools. They're not there. We're short about a million and a half teachers, a million and a quarter teachers. Okadoke will two, be back. I'm sure he's a deeply influenced the questioner. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. I'm not going to play the rest of the answer because it would go past the show. More programs. That's that's what that'll do it. More programs. 
more benefits, more handouts. I have a fear, by the way, about the dollar, and I'll tell you very, very uh, unambivalently, unambiguously. There is a danger the dollar will cease to be the currency, the primary currency of the world, because we're cheapening the dollar's worth with all of the expenses due, due solely to lockdown. I just, I, I marvel. Sweden had zero deaths yesterday, by the way. In the countries, uh, in the first, let's see, my God. In the first, wow, 58, 60, now really in the, 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 the first 75 countries. In deaths per million, they're the only one of any size that had, I mean, I'm not counting San Marino or, let's see, Channel Island. They are the only ones with no deaths. No masks, no deaths. Gather, gather together. Never locked down. Kids went to school. Front page article, LA Times, teachers refuse to go in until it's safe. Yeah, well, that, that's a real, uh, that's real courageous. Now you'll say, well, it's not a matter of courage. You got to be safe. Are kids really dying? Uh, there isn't one kid in all of the, during the worst of the pandemic. Swedish schools were open for kids under sixteen. No kid died. They don't have an example of uh, of any more teachers getting it than uh, from anybody else. Teachers got it from teachers. By the way, so what if you get it? In most cases, not, not most. In nearly every single case, if you get it, you're okay. You want you you want to you want to know what the best vaccine is? Getting it. That's the best vaccine for the vast majority. We're talking ninety nine and a half percent of humanity. Follow the science. Another gigantic lie of the left, because they never follow the science. They follow what they want and find the scientists they want to say it. My anger at the lockdown is quite palpable, as you can hear. And it has been that way. Soon you will only be able to eat in many cities in a chain restaurant. Because the local ones will have been killed by the safety crowd who don't pay the price of their policies. Happiness Hour coming up. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but 
my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain. In your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day. And after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95. And you should know this, about 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three week quick start that's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 800-500-8384 